This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back for another exciting year of Blues hockey. I know that we are still living the dream of winning the Stanley Cup. I know what this meant to the city. I know what it meant to me being a fan since I was six, seven years old after moving out here from California. We're still celebrating it. We're still having a good time. The Blues would play the Capitals who won the Stanley Cup the previous year before the Blues' big win, and it would be a good game from the start. The Blues would get on the board under a minute in on a big goal by Sammy Blay. Slowing down and rolling it back along. Can be taken further by Ryan O'Reilly and then back now for Perron. Perron holds and sends one across the score! seconds in. What a beautiful pass from David Perron. I thought Perron was going to shoot this puck and Perron waits, waits, and then just puts it right in the wheelhouse of Sammy Blay going to the far side, and he beats Braden Holtby to the short side. It is so nice to see a guy like Sammy Blay, who works hard every single game, get a goal. And this was another great effort right him, and he knew where to go. O'Reilly gets a puck from Perron in the boards. He passes it right back to Perron. Perron scoots in. It looks like he's going to shoot against Holtby, but he recognizes Sammy Blay streaking across the other side of the net, a perfect pass to him, and he puts it past Holtby on the stick side for the Blues' first regular season goal and the Blues' one to nothing lead early in the first period. That goal, as I said, was very early. It was 53 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing. Blaze's first goal, Perron's first assist of the season, O'Reilly's first assist of the season, and it's great to see all three of these guys get things moving early in the year. The Blues continue to put the pressure on Holpe. They would get a power play opportunity. And they would go up two to nothing, seven minutes, 55 seconds into the first on the 2018 Stanley Cup champs. Sent along by Ratko Gudas, bounced on back and is kept by Justin Falk. Another of the bonuses that Falk brings is work on the power play, and he's got it there. Across right, Wasn't a great entry for the Blues, but they were able to change sides. O'Reilly gets his puck back to Falk, and as you were talking about Falk on the power play, Doc, he put it right in the wheelhouse of the captain of the Blues, Alex Petrangelo, and he goes top shelf on Braden Holby. And the one thing about their two different power plays for the St. Louis Blues, this second unit that was out there, there's a lot more one-timer options. The Blues were able to keep the puck in. Justin Falk gets a puck and stops it from going out of the zone. They cycle it around. It gets to O'Reilly, then back to Falk. Falk gets it over to Petrangelo. Great one-timer from Petrangelo. Puts it past the glove side of Brayton Holtby, and the Blues are up two to nothing. That goal, of course, would be Petrangelo's first of the year. Falk gets his first point as a Blue, his first assist of the year. O'Reilly gets his second assist of the game and the year. Seven minutes, 55 seconds in. Power play goal. The Blues were looking very good at this point. But with a very good team and a player like Alex Ovechkin, it's very hard to keep them off the board. 
and Ovechkin would get a goal just a little under eight minutes later to bring this game much closer at two to one. Fed back on by Oshie. Carried back up by Eller. Walk back on for the pass across by Carlson. Finessing free is Ovechkin. Score! Alexander Ovechkin. And it's two to one. John Carlson makes the play. He jumps into the play, and then the beautiful shot fake by Alexander Ovechkin around Jay Bomeister. Watch this. There's Carlson, dishes it. He's going to shoot it, right? Not so fast. Brings it, gets inside, and all in one motion. The quick release, I think, catches Bennington by surprise. But again, it's the quick release. Backhand, forehand, and let it go. And yeah, a little bit of a screen by Pareko as well. This goal was due to a great, great fake out by Alex Ovechkin against Jay Bomeister. But it all started in the Blues offensive zone. Carlson has it. Brings it over, passes it to Ovechkin. Ovechkin just kind of deeks a little bit, freezes Bo Meester, and he skates right past him and puts it right past Jordan Bennington. And the Blues lead is now just one goal. That goal by Ovechkin, of course, is his first of the year. Carlson gets an assist. Eller gets an assist. 15 minutes, 37 seconds into the first. The Blues are still up 2-1, to one, but Washington looked pretty good at the end of this period. Going out of the first period, Washington had five shots on goal to the Blues seven. As we head into the second period, the Blues need to continue to play like they did for the most part of the first period. And they would start out the second period very well. They would get a great scoring opportunity against Braden Holtby. Robert Thomason on a mini breakaway, and Braden Holtby makes a very good save to keep it 2-1 to one early in the second. Pareko and Pareko able to scale it back around. Came on to Carlson, handed over to Pareko. Long toss is deflected up high. Thomas clapped it down. Save made by Holtby. Pretty artistic play by both Thomas and by Holtby to make the stop. Heck of a recovery. I don't think Thomas was really able to do what he wanted to do on that shot. Kind of got a little handcuffed there when he got close to Holtby but it was still a great opportunity for the Blues. After this point, I thought the Blues had some periods of when they kind of started playing a little lackadaisical. Uh, it wasn't a whole bad second period, but I thought off and on throughout the second, there was times where it looked like they were moving in slow motion and the Capitals were really fast. The Blues would give the Capitals a power play opportunity and they would capitalize on it to tie this one up at 2-2. Two to two. Get in front of the one-timer by Ovechkin when you know it's coming. That, that's, that takes a lot of courage. Wow, what a shot by Orloff. A scorcher has tied the game at 2. From our vantage point up here, Doc, I thought this puck was on edge when Orloff hit it. And I don't know if it started dipping and diving on Jordan Bennington. It might have flattened out at the last second. But this puck was on edge. It wasn't flat on the ice. And then maybe at the last second, did that change direction off of, oh, was that steam that went out to the net? Yeah, I think it goes off steam. It's just around seven seconds left on the power play. Orloff just takes a quick shot. And I don't think Bennington was really expecting that one either. It goes off of steam, changes direction, and gets right past him. And we are knotted at two each. That goal by Dmitry Orloff was his first of the year. Jensen gets an assist, and Eller gets his second assist of the game. 12 minutes, 28 seconds in. That's the way we would head out of the second period. Washington outshot the Blues 15-8 to in that period, so Washington definitely had more pressure on Jordan Bennington than the Blues did on Holtby. Going into the third period, 
Jordan Bennington would have to make a very good stop in the beginning of the period to keep this game tied. Off this faceoff, it is Carlson sending one along. Tom Wilson great trains the man because the puck is what he wants and came up with it. Gets it on to Siegenthaler across the Backstrom and a shot geared right in on goal. Ovechkin may have gotten a piece of that. I think he did, but it's Bennington who eventually winds up with it. The third period was fun to watch. A little bit of back and forth hockey. The Capitals did outshoot the Blues 10-7, so we headed to overtime. The Blues, I don't think, looked very good at all in OT. The Capitals outshot them 4-0, and then we get the game-winning goal 2 minutes 51 seconds into OT. Drifting around in front, now in back, is Carlson. Braun again, then Carlson. Braun once more looking for Oshie. They crisscross. Verona shot. Score! He won it. No placer show. He won it. Verona in overtime. And the Capitals take game one of their season in overtime, three to two. Boy, he just waited for that opportunity to find an open lane. They stayed to the outside. They stayed to the outside. Pennington gets a piece of it. A little bit of separation on Ryan O'Reilly and Jacob Verano, who I thought from the first shift of the game was the most noticeable guy on the ice dock, and he finally was rewarded. Verano kind of skates around O'Reilly. O'Reilly can't get to him quite quick enough. Although Jordan Bennington got a piece of it, it would go past him, and the Capitals win 2 to nothing. But hey, at least the Blues get a point. I'm not concerned at all, guys. It's the first game of the season. Let's go ahead and get to the stats of the game before we get to the post-game interviews. The Capitals outshot the Blues 34-22. to Faceoffs pretty even. The Blues at 51% to the Capitals 49. Capitals were one for three on the power play. The Blues were one for two. Hits were pretty even. 25 for the Capitals, 23 for the Blues. The Blues blocked 12 shots and the Capitals blocked six. The Blues had 11 giveaways to the Capitals five. Let's go ahead and head to those post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube and then, of course, Ryan O'Reilly and Alex Petrangelo on this first game of the season and the loss. Takeaway, what are your positives you can take away from this game? A point. Greg got lull in the second period. They outscored, outshot you 14 and nothing for a period. What happened? Well, we turned the puck over a lot and just, you know, they, they played quick, got it in on us, went to work. And, you know, they just had a bunch of zone time on us. And uh, when we got it back, we, we turned it over at the blue line. They counted on us again. Here they come again. We just were on our heels for quite some time until probably five minutes to go in that period. We were okay then. I mean, how do you counter that? How do you get out of it? Well, you got to manage a puck better. That's the biggest thing I take from the game tonight. Um, our puck play wasn't very good. Do you like your start? Oh, yeah. I like to start for sure. You know, I thought that guys, you know, Fed off uh, the start of the game and, um, you know, what went on. And after that, uh, you know, we weren't the same. Scoring on the power play is a good, a good way to start. Yeah, it was a great shot by Petro. Yeah, that was good to see. Thoughts on how he and Falk played together tonight? What's that? Thoughts on how he and Falk played uh, together tonight? Did a lot of good, they did a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, I think it's an adjustment, though. On that left side, a um, little, you know, defending the rush a little bit. I thought that uh, we could have been better. Uh, maybe they could have been better with their gaps and stuff. But 
um, it's it's new, so it's going to take a little time. We got a lot of work to do. Just too slow and too much time. And Could you have been a little more aggressive? Yes, more aggressive, soft. soft. Yeah, just back on backing off too much. To me, um, our whole game tonight, we weren't aggressive. You know, we didn't we didn't play our game. You know, in the first period was fine, uh, but after that, I thought that we got away from our game. And, you know, just didn't have that aggressive mindset, didn't manage the puck very well. What you think about before he left and Yeah, he uh, came back, so that's a good sign. Um, I thought he had a good game. thought he was aggressive. That line did some good things, I thought. Uh, but he was physical. He played the way he's played in preseason for me. But, I know uh, it's not foremost on your mind, just the banner raising. No, it's, it was unbelievable. Uh, it really was. Like, I mean, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's a huge thing. It's a great thing. It's uh, great for the city and the fans and the organization. Yeah. Awesome. Even though uh, your, your team is so good, it's that lack of, aggressive, of, of aggressiveness that you're talking about. It seems like coaching moments or when you go into Dallas or the, the games after that. Well, par- pardon me? To, to get them to be more aggressive. So now they know. You, yeah. Well, they know how we they they know how we're supposed to play. Uh, you know, um, it, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't do that for sixty minutes tonight. Uh, you know, they know that. And um, you know, I I went in a room after the game. I normally don't, but it's a day off tomorrow. And I thought, you know, it was a big day today. You know, it's a, it was a big big day today for uh, everybody. You know, in that locker room and all that. So, I thought it was good. You know, to go and talk to these guys about our game and you know what went on. And it was, it's not an easy day. Um, you know, it's not an easy day, you know, just a lot of emotions. And, uh, you know, I thought, like I said, I thought we started off well in the game, but uh, it certainly died off. Is, it, is there a sense of, I don't know if release or rock more, but just this is all behind you. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, it's it is hockey uh, from now on. But uh, like I said, we got work to do. Uh, it's not going to be easy, and you know we know that. And you know we <laughs> every every night we're going to get challenged, and we got to be ready. Well, I could it could have been part of a yeah. It can be part of that too. Uh, you know. A lot of exhibition games, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we use guys sparingly in exhibition games. We didn't have our whole team together at times for different reasons. And, you know, that could be part of it. But uh, in saying that, you know, we got the same team pretty much. Let's talk about tonight. I know it wasn't the ending that you guys wanted, but what can you take away from this game? Well, a point, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, it's what we wanted. We had, you know, had a good start to the game, but just didn't maintain it. And, yeah, it wasn't good enough. I think we're all disappointed, you know, we're... You know, that was one we, we could have won, and we didn't play well enough all around. And, you know, starting with myself, you know, was didn't handle the puck well enough and, you know, chances to make better plays, and I didn't. And, yeah, just clearly have to be a lot better than that. Was that a battle of two pretty heavy teams out there, the way both play kind of similar? Yeah, yeah, they have some, you know, heavy bodies, make it tough to get to the inside. Um, they did some things well, you know, once they got the momentum. You know, they maintained it well. They did the right things at the right times, and, you know, we couldn't, you know, get our feet back going again and, and, you know, change the momentum like we needed to. Can you just talk about where you guys go from here? Obviously, we know it's a long season and you're not going to sweat this win, but what positives can you take away? Um, well, yeah, I think, you know, getting a point out of that, you know, with all the emotions that were going on, you know, I think it's, you know, it's a good point, but again, it's, it's not good enough. And, you know, it's a good uh, realization that, yeah, we have to go back to work. 
you know, finding one. We got a tough, a tough team coming in here with Dallas. That's you know very good. Made some new additions and divisional game. You know, we have to be more prepared and and play a lot better than we did. Is there any positives you guys can take away from this loss? Yeah, that we started well. I mean, we got a point, right? It would have been nice to get the extra one, but um, that we started well. That's our game. Just got to uh, keep pushing and keep it the whole time. Alex, what happened on that? The back, when you had the puck on the backhand there in overtime, just a little miscommunication. I don't think you guys got the puck back after that. Uh, I don't really remember. Play behind the net. Oh, it. I thought we were running a different play. I don't know. It's kind of a nothing play. We ended up getting it back again, and then they got it back. It's three and three. You're just trying to make a play and hope that you can get a breakdown. It's, you mentioned staying on your toes, especially against a team like that. Yeah. You, you have to. Yeah, and they're going to try and play on the fly. So, that, you know, the more that we can play in their zone and be aggressive and kind of limit their opportunities on the rush, I think that's what's going to be successful. I think uh, it was a little sloppy. It wasn't, I think both teams were a little sloppy with the puck, but uh, we'll be better on Saturday. You know, after this game, I had seen some people say the Blues had a little bit of a letdown after the Stanley Cup win. There weren't a lot of fans saying that, but there were some saying it just didn't look like they were in the game. And I don't know what game they were watching. I thought for probably 80% of the game, the Blues played very, very well. The Capitals are a good team. The Blues are a good team. Somebody's got to win the game. Somebody's got to get a bounce their way. Somebody's got to get the shot past the goalie. And that's exactly what the Capitals did in overtime. You'd like to see the Blues' overtime effort be a little bit better. They didn't get any shots on goal, guys, and it's hard to score when you don't get shots on goal. But overall, I thought the Blues looked pretty good. Had the ceremony at the beginning of the game. You would think maybe that would kind of have them be lackadaisical at the beginning, but I thought that first period was very, very good for the Blues. Not a great second period for the most part. I thought they stepped it up back a little bit in the third period, but the first period was definitely their best period. It's just the first game. Don't be concerned. I know most people aren't, but to those out there that are, the Blues are going to be fine. They've got a talented team. It's the same roster, basically, that won the Stanley Cup. They know that night in and night out, every team is going to give them their best. Whether it's the best team in the league, whether it's the worst team in the league, the Blues are going to get the other team's best for the next 81 games. But I think they have the coaching to get through that in Craig Berube. I also think the players have learned a lot from winning that Stanley Cup last year. The big second half of the season they had showed them that if you work hard, you can get to the Cup. Let's hope they don't have a law like that this season and have to fight back because it's so hard to do. The Blues were the first team to ever do it from being in last place to winning the Cup. So I don't think they're going to be in last place this year. I think they're going to be more in the top, probably two teams in the Western Conference. For those fans that didn't get to see the Making Coco premiere at Fox Sports Midwest Live at the Ballpark Village, it's going to be in the Marcus Theaters around St. Louis starting Friday night. Make sure you check the schedule. If you love hockey, if you love the Blues, if you love Grant Fuhr like a lot of fans do, you got to go see it. It's worth the price of admission. With that being said, I'll see everybody next time. And until then, Let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. 
To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.